the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The parable of the Great Supper in, in the Gospel today was prompted by the way Jesus was received in Israel. Jesus, the Son of God and Messiah of Israel, had come to inaugurate the kingdom of God, to proclaim the jubilee year in which sins were forgiven and all people could come to God. But Israel's leaders were rejecting him, refusing the invitation and carrying on with business as usual, as though he had not come. The invited guests were replaced by new guests. Those in the streets and lanes of the city are the tax collectors and sinners who began to gather around Jesus. Those in the highways and hedges are the Samaritans and the Gentiles. This includes most of us. In Christ, God changed the composition of his chosen people so that it now includes all who put their faith in Jesus Christ, regardless of race or background. Becoming invited guests, however, changes our place in the parable. Being God's chosen people did not excuse the first century Jewish leadership from responding when Jesus called. Similarly, our inclusion in God's covenant people through baptism and faith in Jesus does not excuse us from the need to come when Jesus calls us now. As Psalm 95 says to us, quote, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. The obvious way we respond to the invitation is by coming to the Eucharist. This is the Great Supper. Here we experience again the kingdom of God and the forgiveness of our sins. The danger is that we will participate outwardly in religious and liturgical actions, but fail to be inwardly transformed by the love of God. The Invited and then uninvited guests in the parable were all religious people. They went to synagogue and temple, but missed some essential thing. How can we be sure that we are responding to God's call right now? The practice of religion is frequently critiqued by the failure on the failure to love one's neighbor. The idea is that people worship God in church, but then do not behave any differently towards others outside of church. Thus, we are exhorted to good works and charitable activities as a way to sort of prove our faith. While good works are essential, this is a dangerous remedy. The lack of good works reveals a lack of interior conversion of the heart. And this problem cannot be solved by doing things. The core issue is that one has not yet experienced the grace of God. Grace is God's unmerited favor towards us, which he has revealed to us through Christ. 
Human nature fights against grace because pride is our chief sin. Pride tells us that we should earn our way. Thus, we reject the free gift of salvation. We want to perform some good works that show our inherent goodness and make us worthy of salvation, or that show us to be just a little bit higher on the curve of goodness than others. This allows us to feel better about ourselves in comparison with other people, which is the very root of the sin of pride. Consequently, there is a natural bias in disordered humanity towards religious activity over contemplation, which is to be silent and still in the presence of God. Our busyness enables us to avoid the devastating encounter with grace. First, it makes us feel productive and worthy, like we're earning our keep. Second, it allows us to avoid the stillness and silence in which we would have to face ourselves and our interior disorder. So we keep on moving. We keep busy with our hobbies, businesses, and marriages. But we never come to the feast of grace. Consider the story of Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10. Jesus was having dinner at their house. St. Luke describes the event. Quote, Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, You are worried and troubled about so many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen the good part, and that will not be taken from her. Mary came to the Great Supper. Martha, in this circumstance, did not. Yet many people defend Martha, which proves my point. The chief sin of the human condition is the failure to worship God as we ought and to substitute some human activity for worship. People focus on the failure to love our neighbor as ourselves, but forget that this is the second part of the summary of the law, and it depends entirely upon the first part. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. Now, we can only love God that way, with all our heart and soul and mind, if we have first been loved by God that way. As 1 John says, quote, In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. To experience God's love for us as we are requires 
that we stop our activity, be still and silent with God, and face the disorder that is in our hearts. Then it requires that we allow the grace of God to touch us in all of our dark places, to allow ourselves to be loved by God. This is the great supper, to be hosted by God at the great feast of love, at which the only requirement is the complete surrender of our pride and any sense of entitlement. This is why our attendance requires the ceasing of human activity. Christ continually invites us to come, and we continually avoid the invitation with busyness. We allow ourselves to be distracted by the false urgencies of life because we are afraid of the wonderfully devastating encounter with divine love. We must learn, as Jesus said, to, quote, be not afraid. Once we partake of this feast, our behavior will be changed. We will begin to love others as we have been loved. Much Human behavior is projection. We can understand people if we understand this. Our behavior towards others flows out of our own interior experience. If we experience inner self-loathing and make unreasonable interior demands on ourselves, we will tend to get irritated with others and make unreasonable demands upon them. People who are habitually angry at other people usually have a hidden interior anger at themselves. Grace is the only remedy for our interior disorder. Being loved is the only way we can begin to love. Currently, there's a lot of anxious talk in our culture about what is called racism. And this is a real problem in our culture because it is a real problem in every culture. The only answer to racism is the Great Supper. Only after I have been loved unconditionally by God can I begin to love others unconditionally. The only way to overcome the animosity between white and black Jew and Arab, Armenian and Turk, Hutu and Tutsi, or any other historical animosity is through the cross. And once we have come to the feast, we should be witnesses to God's unconditional love in the world. And if there is still hatred in our hearts, we must return to the feast and learn the love of God again, or for the first time. The parable of the Great Supper highlights the way our experience of time has been changed by the cross and resurrection of Jesus. The old covenant way of experiencing time 
was to work six days and then come to a day of rest. The new covenant way of experiencing time is radically different. Christ fulfilled the week of old covenant time. He proclaimed of his work, quote, it is finished. He said this on the cross at the end of the sixth day. He rested on the Sabbath day. Then he rose from the dead on the first day of the new week. Time now begins here on the first day of the new week of the new creation. This is why we gather on Sunday for the Eucharist. Time begins in Christ. This is the perpetual celebration of the Great Supper. We begin time not by working, but by being still and experiencing again the truth that we are deeply loved by God exactly as we are. Before we lift a finger to do one thing, before we become busy, we are loved. And the rest of our lives will remain disordered and distant from God until we learn to begin life here. As the parable says, quote, Come, for all things are now ready. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.